0: Section 12 of Lost Diaries. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eva Davis. Lost Diaries by Maurice Baring. From the Diary of Oedipus Rex. Corinth, the Feast of the Minotaur. My birthday and coming of age all went off very successfully papa gave me a chariot and mamma a pocket-toothpick set in gold with an egyptian inscription on it two flamingos and a water-rat which means an egyptian be merry and wise nausicaa my nurse gave me a stylus wiper with a present from corinth beautifully worked into it in silk polyphemus our faithful old messenger who has only one eye gave me a pair of sandal strings very useful as i'm always losing mine in the morning after i had received all of the family congratulations and tokens at the first meal there was a public presentation of gifts in the palace the town of corinth sent a deputation headed by the priest of the temple of castor and pollux which presented me on behalf of the city with a silver vase, symbolic of the freedom of the city, beautifully embossed and engraved with a suitable inscription. The priest made a long speech, and Papa, who never cared for oratory, kept on muttering, By Demeter, be brief. But the priest wasn't brief. He spoke for nearly an hour. Then I had to respond. I said I would earnestly endeavor to follow in my father's footsteps, and to deserve the goodwill and esteem of my future subjects, which was being manifested in so touching and patriotic a fashion. My speech had all been written out for me beforehand by Zoroaster, my Persian tutor, but I flatter myself, I added a few unexpected and telling touches. For instance, I began by saying, unaccustomed as I am, to speaking in public. They cheered this to the echo. I also managed to bring in rather an amusing anecdote about how a foreign merchant called Abraham tried to get the better of a Corinthian merchant in a bargain, and how the Corinthian got the best of him by guile. This provoked loud laughter. My peroration ending with the words, What do they know of Corinth? who only corinth know a quotation from tertius was loudly cheered but my cousin thersides almost spoilt the effect by adding audibly quite enough in the afternoon there were games and an ox was roasted whole for the oipuli papa says now i am of age i must go and pay my respects to the oracle at delphi it is a family tradition. DELPHI What is the date? Arrived at last, after a tedious journey. The inn is very uncomfortable. This is too bad, as in the guide-book, Odysseus's, it is marked with a constellation of the Pleiades, which means very good. The wine tastes of tar and the salt is a chemical compound called cerebus. I made a scene and asked for ordinary slave's salt, and they hadn't got any. Shall not stay at this inn again, and I shall warn others not to. It is called Xenoloyen Vagani. Disappointed in the temple, very late architecture, and still more in the oracle, I suppose it thought I didn't pay enough. But because one happens to be a prince, I don't see why one should be robbed. Besides which, I am traveling incognito, as Curio's Raleigh. But the priests bowed, and they all called me your shiningness. The oracle was quite absurd, and evidently in a very bad temper. It said I would kill my father, and marry my mother. It only shows how absurd the whole thing is. I hate superstition. And oracles ought to be stopped by law. Gypsies on the roadside are put in jail. Why should oracles be supported by the state? I shall write to the false witness about it. In the afternoon, went to the theater. Saw the tragedy of Adam and Eve, a historical drama, translated from the Hebrew. Very long, the part of the archangel, danced by Thepsis, was very bad, and the man who danced Eve was too old, but the snake was good. Scenery fine, especially the tree, which had real leaves. Dallis, Tuesday Arrived this morning. Very disappointing. The famous Dahlia nightingale is not singing this spring. Just my luck. Rather, an amazing incident happened yesterday on the way. My chariot was run into by a stranger. He was on the wrong side of the road, and of course, entirely in the wrong. Also, his charioteer was not sober. We shouted, and we gave them ample room and time, but he ran straight into us, and his chariot was upset. The owner and charioteer were both taken to the Escalapian home which is under the management of the Red Serpent. The doctor said it was serious. We did all we could, but had to go on, as I was due at Dallis today. Thebes, a year later. Staying with Queen Jocasta, a charming widow, all very comfortable. Everybody is concerned about the Sphinx, who is really causing great annoyance asking impertinent riddles and playing dangerous practical jokes on people who can't answer they want me to go very tiresome as i never could answer a riddle but it's difficult to refuse wednesday saw the sphinx guessed the riddle first shot it asked what was that which runs on two legs has feathers and a beak and barks like a dog. I said, pheasant. And I added, you put that in about the barking to make it more difficult. The sphinx was very angry and went off in a huff for good. Thursday. As a reward for getting rid of the sphinx, I am allowed to marry the queen. We are engaged. Everybody thinks it an excellent thing. She is a little older than I am but I don't think that matters. Ten years later. Thebes. Rather, a severe epidemic of plague. They say it is not bubonic, however. In fact, it is what they call plagan. Still, there are a great many deaths. Thebes. A week later. The plague increasing. Have sent for Tiresias to find out what it comes from. Tuesday Tiresias arrived. Very cross and guarded. Don't believe he knows anything about it. Doesn't want to commit himself. He loves making mysteries. Saturday Insisted on Tiresias speaking out. Regret having done so now. He flew into a passion, and threatened the whole court with exposure and revelations. That's the last thing we want now. Monday. Had it all out with Tiresias. He told the most absurd cock-and-bull story, utterly preposterous, but very disagreeable even to have such things hinted. Said nothing to Jocasta, as yet. Luckily, there are no proofs. Tiresias has raked up an old shepherd, who is ready to swear I am not the son of the king of Corinth, but the son of Laius, king of Thebes, and of Jocasta, my wife, and that Laius was the man I accidentally killed years ago on the road to Dallis. Tiresias says this is the sole cause of the plague, which is getting worse. They now say it is Asiatic. THURSDAY I interviewed and cross-examined the shepherd in the presence of Tiresias. There seems to be no doubt whatsoever about the facts, but I cannot see that any good can be done now, after all these years, by making a public scandal. It is, after all, a family matter. Tiresias says the plague will not stop unless the whole truth is published. Very awkward. Don't know how to break it to Jocasta. Friday. Dictated. Jocasta overheard me discussing the matter with Tiresias, and jumped, rashly, to conclusions. She had hysterics, and, losing all self-control, seriously injured both my eyes with a pin. I may very likely be blind for life. She was very sorry afterwards, and is now laid up. I and the children leave for Colonus tomorrow and it is settled that I am to abdicate in favour of Creon on the plea of ill health and overwork the children have been told nothing but antigone who is far too precocious alluded to jocasta as grandmama the matter will be hushed up as far as possible Citium colonus 2 months later the air here is delicious must say the change is doing me good end of section twelve